I mean? Like, I feel like so many times in my life, mm-hmm. like, I, I took the worst path. <laughs> you took the best path you had at the moment. I think, no, I, I, I think I took the path based on a lot of trauma responses. Like, there were a lot of decisions that I made in my life that were based on fear, based on I don't want to be judged or, you mm-hmm. know, based on... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I want to not take any shortcut because that's shameful. Like I've always yeah. been, you know, told that taking shortcuts mm-hmm. is like bad. You should always mm-hmm. take the hard road, you know, it's like, you know, suffer more. Like that's, that's what I've been uh, taught. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like a lot of times in life when I was like given, you know, maybe a couple, a couple choices or maybe like, two choices, mm-hmm. I always took like the harder road, mm-hmm. the longer road, the, the, you know, the road with more struggles basically. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Early Retirement Advantage Podcast, where you will get weekly doses of inspiration to pursue financial freedom while caring for your mental health. After being diagnosed with several mental illnesses during the pandemic and getting fired soon after that, I decided to turn that into an opportunity to pursue FIRE, financial independent and retire early. If you're ready to kickstart your financial freedom journey while taking care of your mental health, you've come to the right place. You will learn the mindset and strategies to retire early from anything that no longer serves you. Yeah, so it's the immigrant experience. It's like, no matter how much I currently have, mm-hmm. I can't erase the thought that mm-hmm. there's never enough. I can't erase the thought that if I fuck up, mm-hmm. then all of this will be gone. Right, right. And, and, and the thing is, like, I have the same experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my parents came, like, my father mm-hmm. and his family, they were well off in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to lose everything, right? So for me, actually, yeah. my thing is the fear of losing everything. Yeah, I right. have I have the exact same fear right. because, you know, my grandma yeah, came from, yeah, like, yeah, an yeah. okay-ish well, family, right, right. but then she got married and, lost and it. lost it all. Right, right, right. And my grandpa mm-hmm. supposedly built a successful business, right. but we, we didn't see any of the... Of, the, of the that, of the results yeah. of the return, mm-hmm. and and it's really bad because mm-hmm. I almost have another image of oh, when men have money, they're gonna fuck over their mm-hmm. families, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is really scary now uh, that I'm married, yeah. you know? Yeah, and my love. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. These automatic reactions, mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah. These they're are trauma real. responses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're there because mm-hmm. shit, man. That's those are fucking scary incidents. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like. That being said, it's like, because it, how do you how, how do you yank yourself out of that trigger response, right? Yeah, uh, how? Well, how do you? How me? I step back and be like, look, thank you, because the trauma trigger response is it's it's good, right? right. It, it's like, it's your body's way of protecting you. Exactly, exactly. It's my body. It's my reptilian way of re- mm. protecting me. Mm-hmm. And then I step back and be like, hey, reptilian brain. Actually, I live in America. Mm-hmm. We are not in an imminent war. It's not like Mexico is going to attack us and. Mm-hmm. I, and I doubt Canada is going to attack us. Oh, you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Are you Canadians trick us? <laughs> exactly, right? So, yeah. So, we're probably safe, right? Uh-huh. You know, so acknowledge. So, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I started listening to mm-hmm. your 10% happy whatever thing. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, it's very interesting because, you know, as a Buddhist, like, uh, like the whole mindfulness thing, mm-hmm, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you got to separate yourself yeah. almost from like those emotions. And it's like, yeah, I acknowledge that those are things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like, and it's kind of, kind of make a mental note. I know that's the feeling. Yeah. But move on. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that's the thing, but move on. Yeah. One that's actually helped too for me is like I've also been in relative wealth, mm. financial security for right. this long. Right. 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 And, and I've made the determination that I can, I can continue living in a very uh, like insecure way. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I have lived in an insecure way despite me 
being maybe on paper relatively secure. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then part of it too is also being like, okay, reptilian brain, you think I'm going to be financially insecure. You think I'm going to be in financial ruin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to step back and be like, actually give it some credence. Is this true? Go look at my finances. Go yeah. run through the scenarios. Yeah. And at, at the end of it, I'm like, you know what? It turns out that is actually just a feeling. Yeah. Then at least my thinking brain can yeah. be like, okay, I gave it some thought. Yeah. It's fine. I'm yeah. going to go do what I am. I, I think one thing that mm-hmm. I want to point out is yeah. the fact that this is not an on-off switch. It's not like right. you can do this procedure once and it's like no, you're, you're, you you're good every forever. Single time. Yes, because every single time you get this trauma response, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you get somewhat triggered. Yeah. You, you have to go through this process again yeah, exactly. and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. bring out your logical brain again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like... I, I guess one uh, one of the I don't know one of the pitfalls one of the misconceptions is like oh you just no. need to do this work once and then you'll be good but no, no. I mean yeah uh, well it's interesting because again I was yeah. just listening to Abu yesterday and the guy was right. like you know you know he kept talking to people like cause you know oh yeah. you acknowledge the feeling and then you get past it and he was like how the fuck do you do that right <laughs> you right, know? right right and then and essentially it's like it's hard the yeah. feelings are gonna come the feelings gonna hit. It's gonna be one experience, and then two. For me, what's helped is uh, going against it. It's very hard, but in the chances, in the moments of time where I can go against it, yeah, seeing how it went, yeah. So for me, like I like you know donating, giving yeah. money to people, yeah, very not a thing like growing up, you know. Yeah, same. I yeah. never hear of my parents donating money. Yeah, and so now I'm like, mm-hmm. donate money. Like when I do it. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not. You're talking about in the I'm act. not even kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when, well, when I'm thinking about donating money, it's hella uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It, it almost like it definitely has a mm-hmm. flight or a fight mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of me is like, you know, a lot of these negative thoughts come up, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. what if I donate this money mm-hmm. and then I become like my grandpa? Because my grandpa oh, yeah. he, actually he, donated he, a lot of money. money. He I, donated the mm-hmm. majority of his wealth, mm-hmm. so much so that his family actually suffered yeah my own mom my mom's siblings they Mm -hmm. all suffered Mm -hmm. they were all like living in poverty Mm -hmm. because he donated so much money or that at least that's what they said to me right right, right? because i i wasn't old Mm -hmm. i I didn't didn't even exist so i I didn't really witness it happen Uh, but uh, you know the the family story is uh, oh my grandpa was a very generous man he's a very good man he donated so much money but none of it came into our family yeah yeah okay yeah so i mean so that would be a bit more frightening for me, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, but, like, sometimes I guilt myself. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I give myself a lot of shit for mm-hmm. not donating enough money because I'm, like, what I'm donating is such mm-hmm. a small part of my wealth. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it makes me feel like I'm, like, stingy and yeah. cheap and not generous. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel like a bad person. So the question, actually, my thing is, yeah. where, where does that guilt come from? I think it's from society, like, because I live in this, you know, Western mm-hmm. society, relatively, you know, financially, uh, resource-wise, like, mm-hmm. abundant yeah. and, you know, capitalist mm-hmm. and free society, and everyone's, like, relatively, I guess, well off, well off. compared to, I guess, you know, right. where I'm from mm-hmm. right. in China, mm-hmm. especially um, the, the, the previous couple generations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in comparison, I just feel like I have this almost like obligation responsibility to contribute more mm-hmm. because now that I have more and of course like mm-hmm. having that millionaire title does not help too because uh, whenever I talk about personal finance online people, people are like beg- yeah people are like oh you're a millionaire but mm-hmm. you're like like are like how much are you donating you should just yeah. donate all your wealth and things mm-hmm. like that and just you know it makes me feel bad <laughs> I hate that yeah that's the thing I hate most yeah 
look, we live in a society. Yeah. We live in a society with a government, right? right. What the fuck is government for? Mm-hmm. Government, at least here in the U.S., it's, you know, by the people, for the people, of the people, right? Right, right, right. Like, you've heard my complaint in the past, like Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos. People go to Jeff Bezos, oh, Jeff Bezos should donate all his money. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, you know, Jeff Bezos should donate all his money to solve this one problem that we as a society have. Like, oh, like, you know, if Jeff Bezos donate like half his wealth, we'd solve homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going, we live in a government... We live in a society where our government spends four times what Jeff Bezos has mm-hmm. on the fucking military. Mm-hmm. I think we should solve this at a society level mm-hmm. rather than, hey, to solve homelessness, mm-hmm. I hope all the rich people will be generous today. Right. That seems fucking backwards. Yeah. We should say as a society, hey, we want to solve homelessness and then go and then find out a way through mm-hmm. our tax dollars to solve yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean I I've kind of we've kind of talked about yeah, this before. Right, right. Mm-hmm. There there's all there's also that human incentive to like mm-hmm. what is your incentive of getting rich? Like exactly. if if after you get rich, after yeah. you achieve like, you yeah. know, all these milestones whatever, right. you're going to live a fucking shitty life because you have to donate away all your wealth if that's expectation, then who the fuck wants to be rich? Who the fuck wants to make more money? Right, right. I mean, cuz you could almost argue that like, it's very communist, right? Like cuz if there's no wealth incentive, if there's no right. incentive, why why even strive, right? right. Now granted, there are some people who are like, you know, I find pleasure in just, you know, achieving the next level and, you know, gamifying yeah. the game of money. Right. There are people like that. But yeah. I feel like another layer of it is the the feeling that I can actually improve my life. I can improve mm-hmm. my family's life. I can right. pay off debt. I can exactly. help out my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be generous towards my friends. I think right. that is also like another human element yeah. of why people want money. Exactly. And, and here's the thing, right? For me, like, you know what? Jeff Bezos pays his taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Are there tax loopholes? Yes. Do we yeah. think, do I think we should close them? I, yes, I fully agree, right? <laughs> you fully agree, really? Yeah, like, okay, because the whole thing about... Like you know, a backdoor Roth IRA you want to close out? I actually, like, like, I actually <laughs> don't mind. Okay. I mean, no. it, it's not, it's not a significant right. part yeah. of, no, 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 you know, yeah. yeah, so... Actually, I, I think you can leave the backdoor Roth IRA. You know what? Get rid of fucking Roth IRA cap. Mm-hmm. If you can backdoor, why even have the cap? Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Like right. it, it's just yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. actually you know what? It's extra things. We, look, uh, the U.S. tax code is actually incredibly complex. Mm-hmm. It's like a thousand pages. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you go to like in, if you go to like I don't know like Finland, Norway. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking hundred. You oh know? really? <laughs> yeah. Cause we have so many lobbyists. Yeah. Well, okay. Remember, we're a much huger country, right? So there are like carve outs for like the stupidest shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are like stupid like one-off tax laws that benefits one rich guy who managed right. to get his senator to put it in so yeah, he saves 100 million a year, right? Uh, I see. So there's so much stupid shit like that. Yeah. But, no, actually for me, I think after we figured out that Peter Thiel has $2 billion in mm-hmm. his Roth IRA, yeah. I think we should fix that. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if we believe that Roth IRA is supposed to be a retirement vehicle, right. then he should not be able to accumulate $1.7 billion in his Roth IRA. That's yeah. tax-free. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he did not pay any taxes on that. Right. That's the worst. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm like, no. You know what? Cap it at, you know, $50 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That That's being, still plenty of money. Yeah. yeah. But actually, that being said, I'm sitting here going, how many people do that affect? Seven? Right. Ten? Yeah. Do I even care to put that on the tax law? Yeah. But at the same time, like, uh-huh. I bet those are all powerful people and they have their ways to, like, you know, hire whatever people to make sure it doesn't get passed. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Yes and no. Yes, they do. But also the question is, do they care to? Uh, 
Uh, I don't know. I've I mean, never been that rich, though. Right, right. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what they... <laughs> I mean, to be honest, yeah. I think we should pour a shit ton... I, so one, I think we need to simplify the tax code. And mm-hmm. two, spend a lot more on IRS agents. Mm. Because to be honest, the way he put that money in there was not legit to begin with. Mm. Granted, if he had done it legitimately, mm-hmm. he would not have $1.7 billion. He mm-hmm. might only have $200 million. Yeah. So he actually legitimately got, you know... A shit ton yeah. of growth in yeah, his Roth right, IRA, right, right, you know? Right. Yeah, because he legit... I mean, the thing about IRS, like, yeah. I, I haven't done any, like, detailed, you know, yeah. in-depth research on mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. I heard that when you are below the poverty line, you're yeah. very, like, highly scrutinized by yeah. the IRS. It's and then yeah. yeah, and yeah. then, like you said, like, yeah. the... Like the, the more I guess, higher up you go, not that yeah. more higher up, you know, a, a, another subset yeah. is, like, people who are making, like... I guess upper middle class money. Yeah. Also highly scrutinized. Yeah. But like the really, really wealthy people, mm-hmm. because their cases are so complicated, they mm-hmm. almost get less scrutinized. Yeah. That's what I heard at least. Yes. I don't know how true that is. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so it is relatively true. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, granted, like Donald Trump is being audited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's because he has such egregious, like obvious mistakes mm-hmm. that it's easy for them to be like, that's fake. But like, right. you know, mm-hmm. uh, but like, the really wealthy that can take Do you think it also has to do with his presidency? He was actually audited before. Oh, he was audited before? Okay, look, uh, he had so many scandals in his life. Right. You know? And, and well, yeah, he already had fame before he was a president, exactly, so people exactly. were already looking at him. Yeah, no, but it wasn't just him. It's just, he's just so bad. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, uh-huh. like, he, he's run, like, multiple companies into bankruptcy. I see. Like, uh, and the thing is, and the thing is, the, the, like, the taxes he, mm-hmm. or, like, whoever he has to do his taxes... They just do some really sh- like like the law firm that did his taxes or the CPA that did his taxes were like you know what uh, we absolve ourselves from this. He actually told us to do all this, you know. Oh. So like he pretty much ignored his like tax wow. advisors. Like yeah. you can do that. I don't know if you can, but 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 they pretty much. Bro, if I were the accounting firm, I'd fire him as a client, man. Right? Exactly. Like oh, that's I so much they, risk. I actually think they did that. Yeah. They're yeah. Like, yeah. That's so much risk, yeah. man. Oh no no that's no. That's such a red flag. No no. The accounting firm actually said he lied to us about his assets, and he lied to us about the like wealth and like value of his properties so yeah. like maybe they took maybe over but, but isn't but isn't well i was in accounting mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i did companies i didn't right, do people right. mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't yeah. do people yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it's the accounting firm's responsibility to do due diligence you've told me in the past i i'm actually very generous with my friends right mm. and, and that's something actually my mom would tell, tell me mm-hmm. to do you know yeah, she's yeah, right, like right. she's like I guess for her, she's seen people grow up from nothing mm-hmm. to have money and then still be really stingy with their friends, you know? Like, like Yeah, again, like money uh-huh. amplifies who you already are. Right. Just because you become more wealthy does not make you turn from stingy to right. generous. Right, like, exactly. that doesn't work. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, stingy people will will be more stingy, actually, because right. when you look at the percentage... It's relative. Yeah, when you look at the percentage, uh-huh. they will keep even more percentage of their money they'll right. keep even more money right, right, right. than than they give out right, right. i mean because the contrast is even more stark right exactly yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. it's like why were you so it'd be like graham stefan like the yeah. millionaire who yeah. fights with his girlfriend over not being able to find free parking yeah I, but i mean it's hard right because it's so because the thing is for graham stefan that's probably a trauma response right uh, yeah that is but at the same time it, mm-hmm. it it's just like like, here's my opinion. Uh-huh. Like, sure, you can have trauma responses, mm-hmm. but it's your responsibility to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not yeah. your girlfriend's responsibility yeah. to, to, mm-hmm. to just, I guess, take all the 
take all the heat from you, right, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I, you know what? I like I totally agree, right? And to be honest, like when they retell that story, because mm-hmm. uh, I guess maybe they, I mean, I guess they've had that argument or whatever. And I hope Graham, by telling it to the world, that's part of that healing process. Right? No, he was legit like proud. He was like, <laughs> yeah, I saved money on parking, even though I, I tried to find parking for two hours, but, but yeah. I saved money. Right. But maybe that's his persona. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah. because I, I, I think his, 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 um, his YouTube audience consists yeah. of a bunch of guys who are very right. McTow, right. very like, oh, fuck women. Right, 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 we don't want to pay for women's shit. We don't mm-hmm. want to pay for like anything. Yeah. And so I, I feel like the fact that he like saved money uh-huh. is actually part of his, you know, character building and his audience likes seeing that. Right. And that's why I created a video, you know, criticizing mm-hmm. that. And people were like, oh my gosh, you're such a hater. Like, mm-hmm. you're so stupid. Like, you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. just like, you know, like people just say mean shit because <clears throat> like... He has loyal fans. <laughs> I mean, you look, like, I understand that pull, right? Yeah. Every time we drive somewhere with parking, I think both of us are like, do we want to pay that fucking parking? Right, yeah. right. I get it. But but uh-huh. but there's definitely, at least for me, there there is a... a cost benefit. Well, th- there is there is a trade-off almost. Like, yes. if, if I were to spend, like, another, I don't know, like, 20 minutes looking for parking, I'm like, is the gas even worth it? <laughs> I mean, right. at this point, right. you know? Right. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's like the other day, right? Yeah. Uh, when we went to Venice. Yeah. Uh, I think you were like, hey, maybe we should take a round just to like find a, see if we can find a spot. Before yeah, going right, in. right, right. For me, right. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we only have an hour here. Mm-hmm. If we spend 10 minutes going, that cuts into like, you know, 10 more minutes of our time. True. Might as well pay, get them parking, enjoy our time. You know. Yeah. 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 Time with friends at that point. Yeah. Somewhat is worth more than whatever we pay for. Wait, parking. what Venice thing? The one we went to beach. Oh, right. I remember. Right. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, yeah. we only had, like, an hour. I don't know. For some reason, when you say Venice, I'm like, oh, a nice brunch place. <laughs> oh, bottomless mimosa. I don't know why. Like, I've never had bottomless just... mimosa with you in Venice, huh? I know. I was like, so <laughs> what was this? Oh, yeah, Did yeah. you go with someone else? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, how come that's your association, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the beach. Uh-huh, the beach. Uh-huh. brunch. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, what brunch? You never invite me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, I I get it, but I don't mm-hmm. get it at the same time because I feel like fighting <laughs> over it is like another level. Like, what did your girlfriend do? You know, like yeah. that's none of her fault. You know. Yeah. Well, he's just def. She called him out on it, and mm-hmm. he just got defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, like, mm-hmm. the trauma response. Sure, like yeah, I get it, yeah, yeah. but like how you deal with it yeah. is like another thing. When you're called out on it, you yeah. should be able to step back and be like, yeah. That yeah. that's actually just me being. I, I feel like there's so many layers. Like not only was he defensive, <laughs> and you know actually start yeah. a fight with his girlfriend, yeah. he even like bragged about it afterwards, yeah. which I feel like is the more problematic part. Yeah. Because most learn. people, yeah, because <laughs> most people would be like, oh shit, I fought with my girlfriend over something that's not even his fault, uh, not yeah, even her perfect. fault. Yeah. Uh, let me try to mend things and mm-hmm. let me like you know make sure this doesn't happen again. But the fact that he's bragging about it makes me feel like oh this is gonna happen again, right. and he's like proud of this. Right. Yeah. For some reason. Right. Well, because f- for us, we identify as it's a trauma response. For yeah. him, it's like, no, this is my identity almost. Yeah. Right. Which, again. Which is very interesting because I mm-hmm. think some people do create an identity with their, I guess, trauma, with their trauma response, which mm-hmm. is, I, I find fi- fascinating, you know. I think some people, I, I think for some people it's hard to mm. differentiate that, right? Right. I'll be honest. Being frugal was something... Was your identity. You were so fucking proud. You're like, I only spent 20k a year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look. So what's interesting is, it was habit. Yeah. And then it became 
identity almost. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a coping mechanism, I feel. Like when something, mm-hmm. when you adopt something as your identity, mm-hmm. you almost like naturally feel proud of having exactly. this characteristic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was definitely proud of it, right? Right. Yeah, I was definitely proud of it. Now, granted, like, it, it's like, it was a habit. Mm-hmm. It caused me stress. By making it a part of my identity, it's like, these are the sacrifices I'm making. It's rationalizing, right? Right. right? Exactly, yeah. Because without it, I'm like, God damn it, why am I spending two hours to save a yeah, dollar Yeah, but because this, this is my identity. Right. exactly, exactly. Then it's all okay. Yeah. Now, you know, stepping back, I'm like, yeah. you know what? Me being frugal yeah. has helped me to get to where I am right now, Yeah. right? But I also acknowledge that me being frugal was not necessarily my first choice, was not, there, was not maybe my choice choice. Yeah. But I appreciate it. It wasn't a conscious choice. Yeah, it wasn't maybe a conscious choice. But I appreciate because it led me to where I am now. Yeah. But now that I'm willing to admit that, I'm being saying maybe I don't want to be that frugal. Yeah. Have you donated money in the past? Yeah, I have. Yeah. How did it make you feel? Honestly, not good. <laughs> Most people are like, oh, after you donate money, you're going to mm-hmm. feel hella good. Yeah. After I donate money, I'm like, I, I don't know. I think part of it is like, I don't feel like there, there wasn't any dopamine hit after I donated yeah. money. But also part of me is like, I donated not enough money. You know what I mean? Because I, I see people, like, donate a ton of money. Like, some people, like, some, some of my friends, some of my business owner friends mm-hmm. are, like, donating 100% of their business profit mm-hmm. for um, uh, business proceeds to, to, to Ukraine, to, like, you know, mm-hmm. different, um, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I guess yeah. different, uh, I don't know, charities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm, like, I'm far from that. <laughs> I'm not donating 100%. And I just feel hella guilty, you know? Why? Uh, Why? I think it's maybe comparison. I don't know. Honestly, I think if a person donates, yeah, you should do it out of the good of your heart. Broadcasting yeah. it out and possibly making or guilting others, like what is the actual purpose of you donating, right? Mm. Like I, I agree mm-hmm. partially. Mm-hmm. I think some people do like guilt others mm-hmm. but i think by putting it on your platform and making mm-hmm. it known mm-hmm. i didn't make uh, maybe i did make my i don't remember if yeah, i actually uh, made it known yeah, yeah. but i feel like by putting it on your platform mm-hmm. you're also reminding other people of their power mm-hmm. but it's like i think i think in this specific like of course mm-hmm. i've been guilted into doing shit in the right, past right. but i think in this specific scenario mm-hmm. i guilted myself ah, you know I shame myself into mm, feeling like so, I'm not doing enough. Okay. 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 It's like my response. I like see. I got triggered, okay. but it's right. not other people's responsibility for like, you know, tiptoeing over my triggers be- or mm. tiptoeing around my triggers right. because they, why would they know? And it's not their responsibility. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Cause they're broadcasting into a world. It just yeah. happens yeah. to affect you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, my love. Yeah. You are a good person for having, <laughs> for, for at least, Stepping back and being like, mm-hmm. like I very much share your opinion. Like mm. I live in this society, yeah, and this society has allowed me to be financially successful to where I am. Right. And uh, for me personally, I believe for me a lot of it is luck. Mm. I stumbled onto this career. I stumbled onto you know, mm-hmm. some of these things. Yes. And I almost have the opposite feeling uh-huh. because I feel like I struggled so fucking much to get to where I'm at. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I almost feel like if I can redo it again somehow. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that I'll be more successful than today. <laughs> I, o- I almost feel like I have opposite luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like so many times in my life, mm-hmm. like, I-, I took the worst path. <laughs> you took the best path you had at the moment. 
I think no, I, I, I think I took the path based on a lot of trauma responses. You you yes. Like there were a lot of decisions that I made in my life that were based on fear, based on I don't wanna be judged or, you mm-hmm. know, based on mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I want to not take any shortcut because that's shameful. Like I've always mm-hmm. been, you know, told that taking shortcuts mm-hmm. is like bad. You should always mm-hmm. take the hard road. You should always like, you know, suffer more. Like that's, that's what I've been uh, taught. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I feel like a lot of times in life when I was like given, you know, maybe a couple, a couple choices or maybe like, two choices, mm-hmm. I always took like the harder road, mm-hmm. the longer road, the, the, you know, the road with more struggles basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I was offered help, I would always be like, oh, no, hell no. I'm just going to do it my own way because yeah. <laughs> woman going her own way. No, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I, I was just trying to, I guess, not not disobey what my parents have taught me almost, even mm-hmm. after I'm well, obviously an adult and stuff like that, you know. Well, those are your ingrained values, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know. I, I guess I just want to mm-hmm. point out that it's very interesting that you yeah. feel like you got to where you're mm-hmm. at today because of luck because I almost have like the exact opposite viewpoint right. and I'm right. like, I don't think it's luck yeah. and I think it's like a lot of struggle. unnecessary. It's unnecessary. No, struggle. it's definitely unnecessary it's struggling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times I mm-hmm. would recreate the, reinvent the wheel and try to like, not like I, I would I would see what mm-hmm. successful people are doing uh-huh. and I'd be like oh no I'm gonna do the exact opposite and prove that I can do it my way too uh-huh. like I, I just I just have this tendency to not want to follow I have this tendency to not want to like, take the easy road like if someone paints like a a, a map for me right yeah. let's say mm-hmm. a road map for me and I'd be like oh fuck that I'm a I'm a create my own like I don't want to follow a, another person's path and mm-hmm. I think that has caused me to go through a lot of unnecessary struggle mm-hmm. struggles in life do you think it's a bad thing? I think it can be bad because mm-hmm. I don't think everything needs to be reinvented. Uh, and, yeah. and you know, we have like so... We have this long history of, mm-hmm. you know, different inventions and creations. Right, like right, right. everything is remixed by now. Right. And by me, like, you know, spinning my wheels to figure out a super innovative and never been done before solution it's- can end up taking a lot more time mm-hmm. and we don't know if it actually works. Yeah. But... I, I think there's also mm-hmm. a part of me that's like, oh, I love inventing things. I mm-hmm. love creating brand new things. So that's why my program is like super yeah. fucking new. Mm-hmm. Like no one ever mm-hmm. does what I do mm-hmm. because it's fucking hard. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard to explain mm-hmm. what it's like because mm-hmm. most people are like, oh yeah, tell me exactly what is the path to mm-hmm. early retirement. But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I will give you this toolbox mm-hmm. so many different ways mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll, I'll teach you about each way and you can choose your own way. And a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, what does that even mean? You know, that's so overwhelming. You're going to teach me like a million ways. Like, I just want to learn that one way. But I'm like, there isn't what, that one way. Yeah. You know what's funny is yeah. you've made this toolbox very much for yourself, right? Yeah. If, if you had, oh, which is, of course, of course you did. You are you. Cause, yes, cause yes, You yes. know what you want. This is what I wish, wish I had. Like, uh-huh. honestly, five years ago, eight years ago, when, right. when I was, like, you know, diving into personal fi- finance, yeah. income stream creation. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... Yeah. I am the mentor I wish I had. So, in one of my IG posts, I'm mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I haven't found a time machine for me to travel back to my 18-year-old self and, mm-hmm. you know, be her mentor. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, I am here today and you're reading this post. So, mm-hmm. if you want to be mentored by me, this is your sign. Like, this mm-hmm. is your opportunity right. to work with me right. because, like... Obviously, I, I haven't found a time machine to help me, mm-hmm. but I can help many people who were in my who, who are currently in where I was at, mm-hmm. you know? Right, yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is interesting. Yeah, for me, uh, yeah, I, I think I have maybe maybe a tenth of uh-huh. that. Like, I don't want to go down. I, well, I, I think I'm just stubborn. I, I don't want to be told. Uh, but I uh-huh. do like freedom. Right, because uh-huh. I do want the ability to choose what I get to do. Right, right. right so I'm right. like, yeah. So a lot of times I'm like, yes. Give me the tools. Give me, like, explain to me how it works. Yeah. And then I can go off and do it my own. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 But like, when you do your own, do mm-hmm. you try to be different, or are you like, like, it, what is it like? Because it, it honestly, it kind of depends. A right. lot of times I'll be like, the thing is, I'm a lot, like, I will stop myself from doing it if I'm like sitting there and thinking about, uh, no, I don't think it's possible. That I won't even give it the time of the day. Mm, right? I see. Which is kind of bad. Or kind of bad, kind of good. I don't know. I think what it does is it stops me from doing a lot of stuff I may want to do. I see. Yeah, that's very interesting because I almost can't relate. Yeah. Um, I think my tendency is if someone shows me a way to do things, mm-hmm. I immediately jump into how else can I do this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm always thinking about making it better. I'm always thinking about like, there's definitely, there has to be a better way to do this. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I'm successful and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm fucking proud of myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I found this like, you know, hidden thing yeah, that yeah, no yeah, one yeah. teaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm a fucking genius. But that doesn't always happen. And sometimes I just spin my wheels. I'm like, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And I pull my hair out and I'm like frustrated. And I'm like, why can't I figure this out? And I beat myself up. And, you know. You you, you know what's interesting is. Yeah. uh, Because I think maybe you're like, uh, do you feel like you're results driven? Uh, What does that mean? Uh, I, you think about a better way. And you're like, once you find it, you're like, okay, I'm going to build it. And then I'm going to have it. And then once I built it, I'm like, yes. Because. Because mm. this thing about, like, you know, you found a way. You yeah. want to build a better way. Yeah. Once you find... Once you realize what that better way is, mm-hmm. is that enough? Or do you want to get to completion on this? Oh, of course I want to get to completion. Because I want to make sure it works. I want to test it. Mm. See, for me, I'm very much... Once I know the better way, mm-hmm. I'm like, good. I'm happy. Like, I feel like I... I feel like intellectually, mm-hmm. I just want to be curious, challenged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's about it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I actually built it out. Yeah, I actually yeah. built it out and... Because I want to test it because yeah. I'm a teacher, okay? Uh, so uh, so yeah, I'm yeah. an educator and right, so right. whatever I do, mm-hmm. I want to make sure it actually works before I teach it. Like, I don't want to yeah, just yeah. teach some BS that I read, you know, from Google. Right. And so after I test it and it works and I teach to some people and mm-hmm. it works and I'm like, okay, now I know it works, you know? Yeah, right, right. Well, because I guess, uh, like, maybe not in the context of your course, but, like... But everything, uh, everything in life is connected. Right. No, like, legit, everything in life is connected. Like, people think personal finance is just numbers, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's your psychology, it's your childhood, it's your your, um, healing, it's your mental health, it's everything. It's your physical health, like, it's literally everything. I mean, look, yeah, personal finance is fraught with decision making yeah and people think early retirement is just numbers no it has to do with personal finance which has to do with everything all right 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 yeah i mean look a lot of i, I think a lot of people especially in the fire space mm-hmm. boil everything down numbers i think they're very unique <laughs> is that is that your way of saying they're kind of retarded <laughs> no no it, it's look there's a reason why fire mm-hmm. especially like lean fire and yeah. the other fire mm-hmm. there's a reason why they're very fringe it, you're mm-hmm. going against the human propensity mm-hmm. to put yourself in the now, right? Really? Uh, mm, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't live in the now. Oh, no. No, it's not, it's not living in the now. Uh, it's reacting. Oh, I see what you mean. You yeah. go out, you see something on sale, you buy it. 
I see. You go out. I see, I see, I see. You know, because, you know what? Planning into a future, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at your bank account is too uncomfortable. You don't even open up your bank account app. You know what's really interesting? I feel like being Chinese and, uh, you know, growing up as an immigrant almost like made me have to do all these things naturally. Like, I always plan about the right, future. Right, right. I always look at how right. much money I have because, we're, you know, our family's always worrying about not having enough money. Right. You know, it's, it's very interesting. Go online, look at the savings rate mm-hmm. of, like, the U.S. versus China. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. insane, Yeah, right? Chinese people save a lot more. Right, right, right. right like, right. it's ingrained in our mm-hmm. DNA that right. we have to save. I, yeah, I, I wonder, is it... I mean, it's very interesting. And then we were even talking about, you know, holding physical gold because we're like, you know, having money in the bank account does not make us feel secure. Right. So we want to hold something physical. Well, for me, it's my designer handbags. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know? For me, uh, it's not not physical versus digital. Mm. It's the fact that, I mean, like, digital, I guess for me, it's diversifying, right? Well, yeah, diversifying, but also the fact that if, you know, shit really goes down the fan, uh-huh. Uh-huh. then uh, you you have something to take with you. Right, Because exactly. if banks shut, then, you right. know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, everything. But we're always, always thinking about worst case scenario, you know, like that immigrant experience makes us always like, I mm. guess, almost expecting planning for the worst. Right. Well, for me, it's very much a, mm-hmm. uh, this is a family history for me, right? Right. Like my mom's side versus my dad's side, right? Yeah. Like my, my grandfather was smart he mm-hmm. converted all his you know wealth into mm-hmm. gold essentially yeah mm-hmm. my mom's side did not or, or maybe they did too late so mm-hmm. they had to pay a lot more mm-hmm. for the gold just yeah. to escape mm-hmm. the country right, right. Mm-hmm. and yeah like you know that afforded them very different experiences too yeah. you know? mm-hmm. i think more people should talk about like mm-hmm. I, I think part of my mm-hmm journey and like maybe self-discovery and also teaching about personal finance is that i realize how unique my experience is like i'm i'm someone who struggles with my mental health i'm someone who struggled with sexual assault Mm -hmm. i'm someone who is like an immigrant Mm -hmm. is like (laughs) i'm someone who's an immigrant Mm -hmm. and i i feel like that provides me a very unique experience and unique perspective that Mm -hmm. a lot of people in the personal finance space they're not touching on like they're they're not talking about these things and maybe it's because I don't know, it's more effective marketing if you just talk about, I don't know, like very easy to understand, like not confusing things because I, I have so many things going on, it can dilute my message and make it confusing. But at the same time, I feel like these things need to be talked about because of my, I guess, all, all these experiences and uh, I guess my knowledge and mm-hmm. you know history. Mm-hmm. This changes the way I deal with money. This changes the way I look at money. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, you know, even just taking one of these things apart, mm-hmm. this can be the one reason that prevents people from achieving financial freedom, from people retiring early. Right. Just like, you know, taking one of these things mm-hmm. and like imagine like having all these, you know, pieces of, I don't know, I don't want to say like, I don't want to say like things that hold you back, but mm-hmm. you know, they, they definitely can. Right. And so I really want to almost pull this apart and talk about these things like maybe individually or even together and I just want to create this new perspective you know on personal finance because I don't think it's all Mm -hmm. just money I think it's so much more than just money than just numbers and I definitely want to shine light on all all these different topics I see you know that is interesting Mm -hmm. I'd say my intuition up until this point after uh, up until hearing that was personal finance is very simple I don't know if you've heard me say that before. Yeah, you, you have. Yeah. You have, yeah. I, and, and, and the thing is, I think to an extent, it is mm-hmm. very simple, right? Save more, save more money than you spend. Right. Invest in these XYZ things, right? Right. You know, and, and the thing is, like, 
I'll go online. Yeah. People have questions, and I feel like I'm regurgitating the same amount of information. Right. But at the end of the day, you're right in that you can know all these things. Because I can know that I am not in financial insecurity, yeah. but be unable to be like, to but be able to go around it, get mm-hmm. around it. Right, 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 right. I will convince myself that I am frugal and this is my identity rather than <laughs> be like, I have generational trauma. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... And I mean, that's a good point, right? Yeah. It's very interesting because it's like, it's almost like, like, you, like some of the other things you've mentioned, like, like, you know, it's like money mentality. Almost, right. right. Yeah. It, it, it's more like money psychology. Almost. Yeah. Money psychology. It's so, right. it's so crucial. And mm-hmm. I always say there's a difference between knowing something and doing something. Right. So yeah. many people, they know they have to save more. They know right. they have to make more, right. but it's the how right. and also what is preventing me from getting to, you know, actually doing the how. Because you can know the how. You can even know how to make more. Yeah. But why are you not doing it? And, and it's not like coming from judgment. It's not yeah. like, oh, why are you so bad? Why are you not yeah. making me? Because I, I feel like a lot of people, they also get into a lot of negative self-talk. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm such a shitty person because yeah. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, what I should yeah. do. But it's not that. It's not, you know, judgment. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely projecting. <laughs> I'm definitely projecting here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. it's also about, you know, coming from compassion and coming from curiosity and going like, Okay, so what is really preventing me yeah. from uh, from actually doing it, exactly. and how can I resolve this? How can I soothe my nervous system? Right. How can I, you know, partner up with my nervous system and make sure that I have my own back mm-hmm. no matter what, right. and uh, I feel supported. I have a support system, or I support myself. You know, I have right. a toolkit to 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 soothe my nervous system. Right. That's a great way of looking at it because, again, like you said. If you know you need to do it, if mm-hmm. you know fundamentally, like logically, this makes sense, mm-hmm. then clearly something else right. is stopping you from actually doing it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people, they just like ignore the fact that they're human almost. A lot of people, they view themselves as robots. I do. I definitely yeah. do. I think that's because of the space. Mm, the yeah. space is like, hey, save this much, invest this much, 7% rule, 4% rule, like... You know? Yeah, it's so easy. Right. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, because the thing is, <laughs> fine. Sure, finance can be a mathematical, right? S- somewhat of a yes. science, somewhat of a scientifical. At least, right. sorry, microeconomics, like like mm-hmm. personal finance. Sure, mm-hmm. but like, there's a person in there, and that person right. is highly illogical, irrational. You know, yeah. like. You know what? Because I bash on Dave Ramsey all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's all about like saving, 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 getting rid of all debt. You know, mm-hmm. like snowball versus avalanche. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, not. You know, like, like, like you said, right? Was it you prefer snowball? Oh, I. It's, it's getting rid of the small ones first, right? I don't. I don't really. Well, uh, I guess. Because. No, I I don't prefer snowball, but. Uh, but but you can understand. Why. I can understand why snowball right. is being taught, right. and so I do talk about snowball, right, right, but right. I don't prefer uh, snowball. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for the mischaracterization. No, 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 no. no, no it's but yeah, fine. But yeah, no, no. Because the whole <laughs> the whole argument about snowball versus avalanche uh-huh. is we all know avalanche is the best way to do it. Kill your high mm. freaking debt first. Yeah. But we understand why snowball is also a very is an option because. Of the human psychology. Yeah, because the human instant gratification exactly. of knocking one out. Exactly. Because uh, because. If, if, if you believe that avalanche is the best way, but you can't get yourself to do it, then it's better you do snowball than nothing at all. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, talking about Dave Ramsey, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. I feel like he's very inauthentic. Like, he doesn't, uh-huh. he doesn't ever, I don't think, talk about his privilege. And also the fact mm-hmm. that he did not make his money from just saving. Like, he always mm-hmm. teaches people how to save, how to save. And he always, like, shames people into not saving enough. <clears throat> but he did not, right. like earn all his wealth through saving and he doesn't really teach about mm-hmm. all these other income streams that he's doing like he doesn't even he's not even transparent about transparent about it 
I think with Dave Ramsey, mm-hmm. he is like he's like the ER doctor. Mm, You're yeah. in debt. Yeah. You're like forty five. The only thing left, I think, in my opinion, for these people is keep your day job, mm. kill your debt, get some savings. Hopefully, you're not working till 85. Yeah. You know? No, no. I, mm-hmm. like, I, I get what you're saying, right, right. but it's really the approach mm. because I feel like a lot of people feel very shamed. It ah. works for some people. Yeah. It definitely worked for some people. That's why he has so many <laughs> followers. Right, right. But I also feel like it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they get so shamed, when they get like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if someone is already traumatized, if someone already has traumas, yeah. then it's like... It compounds it. Yeah, it, it makes it even worse and makes them not want to look at their money even yeah. more. Right. And it makes them feel mm-hmm. like it's their fault, yeah. that they're the broken ones, yeah. and like, like they're just fucked up, you yeah. know? I mean, it's hard, right? I do think his method works for some people. Some, people, some yeah. people just need a slap across the face and be like, hey, right. wake up, like, you know... Sticking your head in the sand but does not like, work for you. Shaming yourself and beating yourself up works. I'm a, I'm a living proof uh, that it works. I mean, right, right, right. I got to where I'm at today because right. I beat myself up because I keep shaming myself. Yeah, does it feel good? Heck no. But right. did I care about feeling good? No, because I was just mm. trying to survive. Right, right. Exactly. Which is why for me, I'm like, I view him as an ER doctor, right? Right. You're bleeding, you know, like right. your, your legs chopped off, the, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, we're just trying to stem the bleeding. Right. But I think once you've gone through Dave Ramsey, find somebody else. Find somebody else to actually yeah. get you that wealth, to actually mm-hmm. get you that past development, right? Mm-hmm. Like, his things are great if you're, like, 50 they're, they're, in debt. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, his things are also pretty outdated, so yeah. that, that's another discussion. Anyway, mm-hmm. let, let's conclude this because it's getting late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Share this episode with anyone you think can benefit from it. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of this episode. Tagging me at charitung.co and sharing it on Instagram where I'm most active. I can't wait to connect with you. In the meantime, go out there and seek your freedom.